My name is Dustin Wheeler. My family calls me Duck Duck, and my love of wine created the Duck Vine. The joy and passion I have is a bottle of knowledge I want to share with you. Let me be your favorite sommelier and pour you a big glass of edutainment so you can sit back, swirl it, sniff it, and sip it as we ducks fly together through the wine world. Let's duck and go! Hello, all my duck friends out there. I have what I think is a pretty exciting topic. And it is because of what time of year it is. So we're talking about football season. And as we all know, with football season, we think tailgating, we think fall, we think a little cooler, but we also think beer. But what if we don't drink beer? What if we're looking for something maybe a little bit uh, healthier? A little bit of a different alternative to it. Well, that is why I've created this episode. may not be the normal length, because I think we can cover a fairly good amount of topic in a short time with this, which is great. Give you uh, some time of your day back, but I also might try to sneak in an extra episode. Part of the reason is, if you haven't seen on social media, uh, there's been some changes where I was um, working, and due to budgets, uh, I'm looking for a new job. Unfortunately, that's part of the economy as it is today, so I have a little extra time, so I'm thinking maybe a couple extra episodes. So if you do enjoy the episodes, please, more than ever, um, any of your your tips and donations. I have everything from PayPal to Cash App, but if you go to the Buzzsprout uh, link, there is a support page as well as in the the show notes. You'll be able to have a link to go to that uh, subscription support. So in advance, we thank you very much. But with football season here, multiple days of the week to drink as well as uh, multiple seasons when football season normally kicks off, it's pretty warm. Uh, and if we're talking about tailgating, one thing to really keep in the back of your mind, as we mentioned in Memorial day podcast is your wine temperature. That's going to be the biggest thing I want to talk about first and foremost with the seasons changing, but still having those warm days or sunny days, your temperature is going to be the biggest contributor to whether the wine is enjoyable or not. So please, even if you have red wines that you're drinking um, at your tailgate or at a barbecue or whatever it is where you're enjoying football, throwing, throwing, a, throwing the ball around in the backyard, wherever, even if it's a red wine, take like a, a, a dish towel, throw it on top of the ice, throw the red wine on top of the towel. That way it's not direct contact with the ice but it's still staying in a chilled environment that red wine being cooked in the sun is not enjoyable nobody wants to drink hot alcohol plus if you have any kind of spicy food that's just going to kind of amplify the burn of um the alcohol as well as those flavors mingling so please first and foremost Whatever you do, whatever you pick, whatever you drink, just like you wouldn't want a warm beer, 
Make sure uh, you're keeping those wines at an appropriate temperature. And it doesn't mean you have to dunk them in ice. Like I said, quick, easy fix, towel, shirt, something um, between the bottle and the ice. And you can still enjoy a nice red wine outside. Now, the next thing I'm going to talk about is kind of like containers. Uh, I, I know there's a lot of rules, especially from stadium to stadium, state to state, uh, wherever you may go. Uh, so. What is the chances that they may not allow you to have a full bottle could be an issue in some places. Plus who really wants to carry around a bottle plus a wine tool, this, that, and the other, unless you're really like just sold on New Zealand soft Blanc or a Riesling, you know, that's a screw cap. You may not want to haul all that extra gear around. So what do you do in those scenarios? My recommendation is cans canned wine now you may be going oh my gosh that's got to be like the worst thing ever uh they're going to be cheap blah 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 there is actually some fantastic examples of canned wine that i would highly highly recommend to go out and try plus with almost all canned wine nowadays they have a food grade liner in uh, the cans to help prevent them from really being tainted by the aluminum metal kind of flavor. If you may be worried about that. So just some examples of some really great wines that you can get um, in a can that you, you probably already may recognize decoy decoy makes a Sauvignon Blanc. Um, and I, they even have it, uh, a Sauvignon Blanc, uh, seltzer, which, you know, seltzers are all the rage, gluten-free, really low calories, no added sugar, all that kind of stuff. And you can get a little bit of flavor with your Sauvignon Blanc. So go check those out. Um, it's really interesting because when you talk about Sauvignon Blanc, it has those citrus notes to it. And they do a couple of um, different varietals from Decoy um, with the seltzer. But they went with lime, uh, which I think is a really appropriate choice uh, for that. I kind of wish they would have gone grapefruit just personally uh, because I I recognize it so well. If you are in to the bubbles, but you don't want to do a, a necessarily a seltzer, there's a great Italian producer called Scarpetta and Scarpetta can be found pretty, uh, pretty easily all across the country. They make a, a frizzante, Scarpetta Frico Frizzante. Um, so that is Prosecco based and it actually gets really great reviews. Um, when they talk about their wine, they even go as far as here, I'm just going to read their product description because it just nails what we're talking about. There's so many times when wine, when wine lovers get left out of beer century events, every sports game involving a ball being thrown is like a stab in the heart for those who feel shy about asking for a wine glass. Now with the can of Scarpetta's Frico Frizzante, we can stand tall in the huddle. The Italian Frizzante is just like Prosecco, but a little less fizzy. And that is like a true, actual 
method um, that they use. It's not just something that they created for for the can. Um, but it is a uh, blend of Glera, Chardonnay, and Trebbiano. Uh, so medium body, dry, fizzy. Uh, it is tank fermented, so you don't have to worry about like getting a lot of like buttery flavors. But this particular one gives you like stone fruit, apples, floral notes. It's really interesting. Um, delicious can wine. Like don't don't sleep on it. And um, I know Drizzly is a really good online marketplace if you're having trouble or you just don't want to go searching around and they carry a lot of these so drizzly which is uh d-r-i-z-l-y can be a great spot to go look up if you're trying to find some great uh canned wine without having to search all over the place as well as um the sparklings you can you can get a lot of still wines as well and in uh different different formats as, as the cans come so what i mean by that is when we talk about wine bottles 750 milliliters is the standard a lot of these wine cans they come in like four packs but if you look at them are in the um like 12 to 14 ounce size there's some that are smaller but when when you think about that and then do the math to uh milliliters of the wine bottle you're gonna realize that one can of wine is almost meant to be split so even though it's a four pack you kind of save uh yourself from having to run all over the place with while carrying a whole bunch of cans because four four pack cans is really like eight glasses of wine so depending on your tolerance make sure you're paying attention to just how big those cans of wine are now as we're looking for examples of great wine um that will also be versatile we need to kind of identify what is it? What kind of party? What kind of tailgate are we going to it, that we want to pair this wine with? That's going to determine a couple of things, especially the type of wine that you're going to be looking for. So as we talk on the varietals of what are good to go with what food, Let's think about football season, football foods. I think it, again, because the seasons change, the flavors change. Right now, it's hot. I think of um, barbecues. I think of hot wings, uh, things like that. I think hot wings go all season. Uh, maybe even a little bit of fried chicken. So if we're going to say barbecue, I think a great option uh, for you to, to look out for would be a Zinfandel. Zinfandel always makes just the classic pairing for barbecue. It has the silky tannins to it, dark, deep notes like blue and black fruits, but it has this hint of spiciness that will 
mimic and plays so well with the pepperoniness of barbecue sauce. So when you go out looking, if you're going to like a barbecue, and when I say barbecue, I'm talking like ribs and pulled pork, like barbecue sauce. Uh, look for a Zinfandel. Fried chicken could be another option this time of year, I think. Uh, so if someone's busting out the fried chicken and, and biscuits, uh, you may want to look towards a white wine. A, it's chicken, but something like a Chardonnay that gives this kind of creamy mouthfeel gives a really good contrast to the crispiness of the chicken and always kind of plays well with the doughiness of those biscuits. We love butter on our biscuits. If you get a Chardonnay like a Robert Lloyd or a, a Rombauer that has some of that malolactic fermentation into it, I think it'll play really well with your fried chicken and biscuits. As we head into these cooler months, we're going to get into some some wines like um, Pinot Noirs. And as that special time of year comes around of Thanksgiving, that we all automatically think, oh, if I'm getting uh, Thanksgiving dinner, I'm going to bring a bottle of Pinot Noir. Same thing here. And Pinot Noir is very easy, as well as that Chardonnay to find in canned formats. Uh, when you're thinking Pinot Noir, we're thinking of those uh, classic dishes like the turkey. Um, anything that is smoked, uh, the Pinot Noir will play really well with as well. Uh, it has a little bit of spiciness to it, uh, but very silky, cherry, raspberry fruits. And a lot of times when you get smoked meats, they're done with cherry wood anyway. So it's, it's a double compliment. Um, if you go into a Pinot Noir for, for some lighter game affair. Now I'm going to talk about two wines that I think pair well all throughout football seasons because of their versatility. One of them is Alvarino. Alvarino coming out of uh, Rio Spices, uh, Spain, is a very versatile white. It still has a, a, a mouthfeel. It's very rich, very crisp, uh, but plays really well with a lot of different foods. Uh, it's crisp. It's clean. It'll play well with buffalo chicken wings. It's a great option. If you love your spicy food, uh, or maybe you're going a little exotic Indian or Chinese or something like that, that has some spice to it as well. Don't sleep on like your Riesling or Zerg rich demeanors. And remember, if it's a spicy dish, we want to have less alcohol in the wine. The higher the alcohol content in wine, the more amplified that that spice is going to feel. So unless you just really like to torture yourself with spicy spiciness, um, then please pay attention to your alcohol percentages. Now, the other very versatile wine, I'm thinking Chianti Classico. You go into Chianti Classico, you get some great Sangiovese wines, and you can find some at some really great prices. If you want to splurge, go Brunello. They're fantastic. You know that because we did our podcast on it. But Chianti Classico is very versatile. It still has that high acidity. And when I think of this, I'm thinking, bring me pizzas. Where are we having a pizza tailgate? Where are we having a pizza party while watching the game? Chianti Classico 
will go great with that acidity of the pizza, the tomato sauce that will also play well um, with the wine itself and the acidity there. But maybe uh, you're like, oh, I don't I don't think Italian food. What about meatballs? Meatballs are an all time classic uh, to have. So anything with a red sauce, meatballs, pizza, things like that, I think will will pair fantastically uh, with that Chianti Classico and be be very flexible as well as as we think about okay we've got our wine we've got our can wine we've got our bottle of wine oh let me back up because i do want to mention those last two are very versatile but maybe pretty difficult to find in cans just because of the the varietals there so keep that in the back of your mind i should have prefaced with that but we're catching up. If you're going to look at those two wines, you can find some Chianti's in half bottles, Brunello's in half bottles. I don't really see a whole lot of Alvarino in half bottles, mainly because a really good Alvarino, like a, a higher end Alvarino, is only going to cost you like 20 bucks or less. Um, so it doesn't make sense for the producers to put it in half bottles. So just keep that in the back of your mind. I could be fooled. There may be some out there. Um, I did not look at every single bridal those when i was searching the cans i was looking for availability and um, good recommendations that could be found in a lot of different places who knows your local wine shop may have some can alvarino prove me wrong if you do find it tag me on social media on instagram or twitter let me know about it because i would definitely be interested to see that i also want to know how tasty it is so with those two wines, and now I've brought up the, the point that they're in a bottle. Well, Dustin, you mentioned earlier, I don't want to, I don't want to haul around all that, but I, you know, this is the wine you recommended. I'm going to do it. So I got my wine key, but what do I do about wine glasses? I don't want, I don't want a stem. I mean, who wants to carry around a stemmed wine glass at a tailgate or go into a friend's house? Or, you know, sometimes it maybe get a little rough and tumble and you're throwing the ball in the backyard and you're worried about the football hitting it. I am not one of the people, not a traditionalist when it comes to glass. I have had wine in a solo cup and it tastes just as good as a stemware. In fact, for me, like if that's what you're worried about, the temperature of your hand, like if you have really hot hands and you've done all these other things we talked about to keep the wine at a great temperature, a solo cup's a great option because a lot of times you hold it from the top Plastic doesn't really transfer heat and the wine sits at the bottom. So if you're being aware of it that way, but, uh, stemless glasses, this is what they're made for. And how many Yeti and, um, Stanley and all these producers make insulated. Yep. Insulated wine, stemless wine glasses, wine tumblers, however you want to call them. Those are fantastic options. They have a lid on them. You don't have to worry about dust and bugs. You don't have to worry about spilling. Um, at the end of the day, if we're drinking wine at a tailgate, we're not there to do a blind tasting. We're not there to uh, try to differentiate all the notes. This is one of those times where, for me, alcohol and the drink is as big as the event not necessarily making the wine like the main show 
the wine here, the alcohol here is bringing us together to share memories with the people that we love and that we love to be around. When we talk about drinking wine for educational purposes or to learn more, yeah, we want to focus on the wine then, but this right now is uh, for community. It's for enjoyment. So uh, that's what it's there and what we're trying to do with this. So break out those insulated tumblers, break out that stemless glassware and have no shame. I won't judge you and you'll still be able to enjoy some of your favorite vino um, on the day of the big game. So just some quick little things to kind of think about when we're going out to the big game or going to a tailgate, it is still completely doable to enjoy wine and enjoy the football game. Remember, don't be afraid of canned wine. There's actually um, a lot of options out there and they may be a little harder unless you're in a big market. But if you're in a, if you're going to a football game, you tend to be in bigger markets anyways, but there's even boxed wine. Like think about like almost like the milk cartons that we had in school. You can get wine in that format as well. Um, there's lots of new and inventive closures and encapsulations for wine, but don't be afraid of cans. Uh, they, they've done a lot of research and they've come a long way. Uh, so there's nothing to be afraid of with them as far as how are they going to get tainted by the aluminum? It, it, you can't find high quality. There are high quality producers out there that are making some really great canned wines. And, and so just don't, don't be, don't be afraid to go out there and look for them. Um, and if you see wines in different formats, don't live it up, enjoy it. That's what it's there for. Don't be afraid of, am I getting judged? I don't want, I don't want Dustin to see me drinking out of a solo cup with my wine. Nope. Do it, do it, do it. I encourage you. I hope you, um, have enjoyed this podcast. Maybe makes you a little bit braver to break out some vino around, uh, the big games, um, especially, you know, if you're, if your team's in the Super Bowl and, uh, they're going to win it, maybe you want some bubbles around who doesn't like to pop a good, uh, bottle of bubbly to celebrate. So there's definitely a place for wine in the football world. Um, I hope this helps you enjoy maybe not only football events, but Halloween and trigger treating and, um, other events that you may not have thought about, like, oh, how could I enjoy wine there? You know, oh, it's just, it's an outdoor event. Let me just grab a beer. There's plenty of ways to enjoy, uh, the wine during this time of the year. So, uh, do that. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your wine. Enjoy your football. Enjoy your friends and your family. I appreciate each and every single one of you. Thank you guys so much for the support. If you have chosen to, donate and support us financially right now through this rough time. Um, I, we're extremely grateful for that. Every single one of you, no matter when, no matter how you listening and telling other people and getting the podcast out there is just as important um, as anything that you can give to us financially as well. So thank you for doing that. Um, and I just want to let you guys know how much we appreciate you. 
I hope this was a fun little like mini episode. Uh, gives you some food for thought. Uh, but if you have any questions, as always, please reach out to me. Social media is the best way to get a hold of me. Uh, I hope you guys had fun during this one. You know, maybe you learned something. Hopefully, you did have fun. But the most important thing is we got to drink some wine. I'll see you next time. Bye bye bye.